Welcome to Fleet Safety Geeks. I'm Bob. And I'm Phil. And we welcome you to our podcast. All right. Welcome to the next episode of Fleet Safety Geeks. This is Bob Mossing and Phil Mosier. Hey, Phil, how are you? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing? Doing great. And surprise, we're on video. I mean, I can actually see you as we're talking here, Bob. Yeah, it makes conversations cool. so much easier. It yeah, does. absolutely. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see how this turns out. Um, uh, for all any uh, listener, we still will have all the audio version of this podcast on all the different platforms, such as Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, it's my understanding that Spotify is supporting video podcasts, so we'll try and have that out there. And then we're also going to have, in the future, a YouTube channel that will put our podcast out with the video as well. So um, we're kind of doing this test before the uh, multi-part series of the Fleet Safety Policy uh, podcasts that are coming up, and we have a lot of great guests, and we're doing some planning on that. So very, very excited to, to get that going. Uh, so what are we talking about today, Phil? We are going to talk today about road rage, and I think it ties in nicely with the last podcast, Bob, when we were talking about personal safety. I know we touched upon it uh, when we were uh, near the conclusion of the last podcast, but I thought this would be you know, a good topic to cover because, again, the numbers are up, and it's, it's kind of shocking, and uh, we'll, we'll discuss that as we go along here. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit last week. Um, uh, the example I gave was was kind of a shocking one. It was like right near where I lived in Michigan um, to have something like that happen so close to home is, is crazy. But you hear and I think we're going to talk a little bit today about some of the numbers. Um, like you said, they're going up. This stuff is happening all over the place. Um, well, to get started, you know, uh, if, if we wanted to find uh, define road rage, AAA defines it as um, Road rage occurs when a driver experiences extreme aggression or anger, intending to create cause, um, create or cause verbal or physical harm. Um, so while we're driving on the road, especially as a fleet driver or in our personal vehicles, we really don't want to run into anybody that wants to cause us uh, verbal or physical harm, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you never know who you're dealing with out there. Right? You never know who that other person is and what they're capable of. Uh, right. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about how to handle those situations, but I think it's really important that we discuss how to avoid those situations. If it does happen, we'll tell you what, what we suggest to do, but as, as with everything that we discussed during this podcast, Bob, I always tell people this, listen, you have to do what is best for you when you take into consideration all the factors that you're dealing with at any given point in time. The information that we're going to provide is just common sense, safety, but you have to make your own decisions. That's right. Um, some of the stuff that we talk about can get very sensitive. And if it is ever seen as any kind of advice, we have to be careful. But some sort of disclaimer out there, because we don't want anybody to come back to us and say, hey, we followed Fleet Safety Geeks advice, but this still happened. Um, you know, again, you know, we're trying to you know, provide best practice and, and what you know, as a tip that you can think of to do. But again, as you said, whatever is the best thing to do in your situation, that's what you should do. Um, right. All right. Well, um, what what are uh, some of the most common types of uh, road rage? I think, you know, we talked about the uh, uh, table for one. <laughs> yeah, be, uh, the, 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 the infamous hand gesture, right? Uh, or hand gestures, uh, tailgating, yelling, honking, 
um, you know, uh, just just driving aggressively, you know, basically aiming your vehicle, right? I mean, that's, so that's uh, and that and here's the thing: people also need to realize that if you do any of this stuff, you you know, you're using your vehicle basically like a weapon. Um, you can be charged, and 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 in many areas, that is a uh, that is a misdemeanor. Um, or at, at least a misdemeanor if it gets if it goes beyond uh, the typical tailgating or aggressive driving um, then you might get into a felony area if somebody gets hurt but uh, yeah you don't want to be involved in any of this stuff just avoid it right, um, right. but and whenever I saw you know whenever I see a, a reckless driving charge or whenever I charge that that's similar to a, a DWI okay that's similar to an impaired driving uh, a, you know Reckless driving is the willful and wanton disregard for safety. And when people get involved in these road rage situations, that's exactly what we're dealing with, the willful and wanton disregard for safety. Yeah. Um, and uh, from a fleet point of view, you know, when we get into our fleet safety policy, um, you know, we're going to learn about how we score drivers um, and rate their um, uh, risk of being involved in a preventable accident. And reckless driving, like you said, it, it's kind of classified as DWI. If you're uh, yeah, cited for a reckless driving, yeah, that can be one that puts a driver immediately at high risk um, and could put them at a, a, a position where they would not be eligible to drive for their company, depending on how their Correct. policy is written and how they enforce it. So, yeah, it's really, really important from a fleet perspective, since this is Fleet Safety Geeks to talk about that. But from a personal safety perspective, regardless how anybody's charged, we don't want anybody out there you know, involved in somebody who's who's going to, you know, target their vehicle or point their vehicle as a weapon. So, um, so we talked about the one last week, it actually was a murder, you know, somebody, you know, got shot when they approached the vehicle asking, what's your problem? So we have, you know, um, some statistics that, that you've looked up that you have in your back pocket, you always seem to have all the best statistics. Um, you know, when somebody dies as a road as a result of road rage, that's, that's murder, right? I mean, that's, I mean, it's not. Yeah, nuts. and and it would be you know probably not even like a third degree. It'd be a second degree, which is uh, life imprisonment. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, because you're you're um, you're making a decision to do that. It's not like a uh, uh, a situation where you did something that uh, you didn't realize that it could cause you know that that you know much harm or death. But if you're enraged and you're using your vehicle like that, or if you're, you know, uh, driving very, very aggressively towards somebody, you could get charged with a second degree uh, homicide and you're not going to get out of prison. You're going to spend the rest of your life behind bars. And you know what? If you do something like that, you should spend the rest of your life behind bars. Somebody lost their yeah. life because you couldn't control your anger. Uh, and, and that's what I say when, when you're out there driving around. If somebody is being aggressive towards you, you have to react properly, avoid it. And we're going to talk about that as we go along here. Yeah. Um, last year wasn't a good year for, uh, for road rage. Yeah. And you've said repeatedly that, you know, since the pandemic, um, people are having potentially you know, it, it seems pretty evident that people are having some mental health issues, possibly self-medicating. Uh, the pandemic was not healthy for anyone in terms of, um, you know, just anybody that actually got the virus, uh, but also just uh, on a mental um, um, uh, point of view uh, and, and how people handled it. Can you talk about that a little bit and how you think that might have impacted sure. some of the numbers last year? 
so over a seven-year period, uh, according to AAA, their you know rave rage accounted for 218 murders and 12,610 12, injuries. But in 2021 alone, there were 44 people per month shot, killed, or you know shot and killed or wounded as a result of road rage. And that equates to 518 victims in one year. The seven year period prior to that, 218. So you see, you know, yeah. the, the, the numbers are just scary. I mean, really scary. And anybody who's been out there driving around, you know what I'm talking about. Doesn't it seem that people are just far more aggressive? It, it, it sure does seem that way to me. And at first I thought when I start driving again, you know, on a regular, you know, daily basis, after the pandemic, uh, you know, we started opening up, I was thinking, well, maybe I'm just not used to, you know, people being around me like this. But that's not it. And people are driving really aggressively and, and, and we have to adjust our driving to avoid these uh, technical term knuckleheads. I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> not safe. Yeah, I love your technical terms. Some of them are really interesting. Yeah, I, I, love, I love using my <laughs> technical stuff. <laughs> but but it's a good way to say it, you know, just being knuckleheads. Yeah. Um, I run into yeah. knuckleheads all the time as well, you know. Um, and it's really frustrating because a lot of times, you know, if I'm going to go on the road or get on the highway or, or travel uh, a long distance, I usually have my family with me. And, you know, just leaving Cleveland to go to Michigan uh, a couple of weeks ago, it's, you know, it's Friday evening, it's rush hour. It's never really a good time to travel on the highways, leaving a, a large city. But you know, everybody was just, everybody had to be somewhere so fast. It's like, where, where, did, where do you need to be? I mean, where do you need to be that you're going to drive like that to get there, you know, 30 seconds sooner? <clears throat> but you you uh, gave an example before this podcast and about someone who entered a entrance ramp and just cut across four lanes of traffic and did what they needed to do. The exact same thing happened when I'm emerging kind of a zipper lane and somebody just, you know, gets out there right in front of me. I had to slam on my brakes with my kids right. and my, my dog in the car and um <clears throat> you know it's like people are going to be out there you know killing somebody if i had reacted to that or honked my horn or you know gave the the table for one symbol um i could have you know instigated a, a road rage you know uh, yep. a, a thing there so i think we're going to talk a little bit more about how we can avoid some of this but some of this gets right. into just being a defensive driver. Um, we talked about it last week, just on personal safety, just remove yourself from the situation, let it go, is probably gonna be some of the best advice we can give. Um, so you talked yeah, about the um, uh, 518, um, but there's also, you know, the gun violence on here is is surprising. Is everybody carrying their gun with them while they drive? I mean- No, I, I, know. I think there are just as many guns now as there were, you know, before the pandemic. I don't think that's that people are toting guns more or whatever, you know, I think that- I think but it's they're using them more. Just, uh, they're using them more. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so the statistics show that, um, you know, road rage deaths due to gun violence have doubled uh, compared to pre-pandemic levels. And uh, well, here's the thing though, Bob. So AAA, again, um, in their studies found that eight out of 10 drivers demonstrate aggressive driving behaviors when they're driving, eight out of 10. So mm -hmm. a good way to avoid road rage with other people is don't drive aggressively. You know, you're, you're gonna make somebody angry. And, and as I said earlier, it's, you never know who you're dealing with. You know, are they really, mentally stable or are they having a really bad day? Are you the last straw with that person who you just cut off? 
and now they're really angry and they're going to take everything that's going wrong in their life. Yeah, they're going to take it out on you. So right. a, a best, the best way to avoid this stuff is, you know, it, it comes down to the driving driver safety stuff that we always talk about, right, Bob? I mean, it, it, it's like drive safely, but not only so you don't get involved in a crash, so that you don't get involved in one of these incidents. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, you know, so there again, the, 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 the benefit of being a safe and, you know, defensive driver. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> at some point, we're going to say don't drive selfish either, but that can be a part of it. Um, just there to it is. Out there. Well, you well know, um, it, it always comes back to that, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, it, no, you don't absolutely. be a selfish driver. So, I, I, so should we get into it? I want to talk about the defensive driving things that we think, uh, you know, we discuss this with Bob and I, just a little background here. We always discuss what we're going to discuss, you know, prior to, to, to starting these podcasts. And one of the things that we discuss is, uh, you know, tailgating. Uh, that is, who loves to be tailgated? Oh, isn't that great? Oh, man, I just love when somebody's just riding right on my bumper. I mean, that is just great. No, people get really angry about that. So don't tailgate. And if you have a tailgater, get over, let the knucklehead go by, and then go back. I've been on two-lane roads where I've pulled into a parking lot, let the tailgater go by, and then I get back on the road. And guess what? They're no longer in my mirror. And yes, you know, the other thing is too, Bob, you know, we always say you have to pay attention. You have to stay focused on your driving. If you're being tailgated, you know where your attention is? In your mirror. Right. Uh, I'll relate this story. I like telling my stories too, Bob, you know that. So when I was learning to drive, um, I had my permit. My dad took me out driving and I had a lady tailgating me. And I started commenting about it. He said, forget about it. Just, Just watch what you're doing here. And I, you know, looked ahead again, and I looked in my mirror again, and there she was. And I, I said, I'm going the speed limit. He said, pull over. So I pulled over. He said, is she going to pay your bills? I said, what? He said, you're so focused on her, you're going to hit something. Is she going to take care of that for you? Said, no. He said, she doesn't exist. What a great lesson. Thanks, Dad. So when somebody's tailgating like that, don't let them, there it is again, Bob, don't let them drive your car, right? And, and that's I've been one of on, my, you know, I told on the you. highway, I get into another lane, I let them go by, if some, or if I'm on a, on a two-lane road, I seriously will pull into a parking lot, just let them go by, and then I don't just like pull right out and start giving it to them, huh? It's like, hey, how do you like it, right? Now that, that, don't do that, right? Let them go by, and now they're out of your mirror. So tailgating's a big thing, don't tailgate, Three-second falling distance. If you don't know how to use that, you know, pass a mark. Car in front of you, pass a mark. Start counting 1,000, 1,000, 2,003. If you get to that mark before 1,003, you're too close. That's a good, safe driving technique, but also uh, it will, you know, help eliminate a lot of those road rage uh, situations that, that, that you don't want to uh, uh, create. So, yeah. uh, so tailgate is just- a big one. Yeah, tailgating is a big one. Uh, but I, that's one of my favorite things I've ever learned from you is don't let someone else drive your car. I say it all the time. I'm right. teaching my daughter how to drive. I'm telling her. I tell other people that it just makes so much sense. It, it's just one of the best really pieces of advice that you can get. Because um, I was going to say, you know, if someone is tailgating you, you know, don't brake check. 
right? Because that could right. that could create a situation where one, you can get involved in an accident. It could right. actually be your fault, even though they might be following too close, or it right. could create the the road rage um, incident. But also, it's letting someone else drive your car, right? Why would you right. do that? You know, they're they're basically making you do that. I like the advice: get off the road, let them pass, and just go. Let them go. What I will say is this: one of the things that we profess uh, where I work is use a, what we call ready break. And ready break is like if you see somebody who's maybe going to pull out, just apply just a little bit of brake pressure so that your brake lights light up and that somebody behind you, they might be more prepared. They're not going to tag you if you have if you do have to jam on your brakes if somebody pulls out or whatever. So if you see a situation where you may have to brake, I think it's a good idea. But if you do that, like slam on the brakes thing, you know, like you're going to give them a brake check and get them off your tail, that does not work. It just makes people behind you angry. And guess what? They're going to tailgate you even more. Yeah, that's right. That's entirely different than the um, um, notifying right. somebody of an incident that's happening right. up ahead or just making sure exactly. they're trying to get their attention. Um, I'm talking the real brake check, you know, slamming on your brakes, hitting it hard, making them right. slam on their brakes. Exactly. Yep, um, that doesn't work. That's it can create a dangerous situation. Someone's going to get injured yep. um, make, or make the a bad rage. situation worse. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't road rage before, it definitely could turn into road rage. Oh, you'll, you'll escalate it real quick. <laughs> yeah. Other aggressive driving um, that could cause this uh, speeding. I mean, just speeding. We yep. talked about that a little bit, just merging onto the highway too fast, but also just speeding, you know, and you also see maybe it's not road rage, definitely aggressive driving, but you know, um, all these little hot rod cars, I feel it sound like an old man talking about these hot rod cars and these kids driving down, you know, <laughs> damn kids. Tuners, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they're, yeah. they're like racing on the highway and, and out of the blue, yep. you know, you're going the speed limit or, or maybe a few miles above. Um, everybody around you is fine and you check your mirrors, there's no one there. And then all of a sudden someone's going past you hundred miles an hour and there's a series of them. Um, Maybe that's not a road rage thing, but that's real aggressive driving. It's the wrong place. To no, drive. I think, I, I think, I, and again, Bob, is, these are the violations that lead to the uh, road rage, right? So I think that aggressive uh, speeding is probably the most egregious or most often and the most common uh, type of, uh, of aggressive driving. Uh, and, and there are any number of reasons why people speed. Um, I think one of the main reasons is because it's their habit. Uh, people who speed all the time, if they go the speed limit, guess what? They feel weird. It feels like they're crawling if they're doing the slow. speed limit. Right. Oh, we're going too slow. You know, oh, my goodness. You know, it's a speed limit 65. But if I'm not doing 85, I feel like I'm not, you know, oh, the speed limit's uh, 25 through this neighborhood. Oh, my goodness. I have to do 45 uh, because they feel, you know, that it's, it's not right. They're going too slow. You know why? Because that's their habit. Break mm -hmm. that habit get rid of that one you know right. because you know what they're using camera enforcement a heck of a lot more now and that's indiscriminate i don't care if you're running late for uh, you know work or you're running late to pick up your child camera doesn't care you know right. hey, you're just going to get the ticket in the mail yep. so uh that that's one of the reasons another reason is just running late people are running late you know um give yourself enough time and if you are running late, let's say you're, you're, you're a business driver and you're running late, <clears throat> find a safe and legal place to park, call ahead and say, hey, I'm running late. Worst case scenario, Bob, they're going to tell you, hey, you can't get here on time. <laughs> you got to reschedule. Best case scenario, see you when you get here. And right. now guess what? The pressure's off. And now you're not going to have to drive aggressively. You're not going to have to speed like that. Mm -hmm. And then I, I always say the third reason why people speed is just because they're just not focused. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, how many times, and, and we're all guilty of this, you look down and you're going, oh my goodness, I didn't realize I was speeding that fast, you know, going that fast. Yeah. Um, yep, it's just, um, you know, pay attention, watch the speed limit signs, watch the reduced speed signs. Don't be aggressive, don't be speeding, don't be tailgating. Yep, all great advice, that's awesome. Um, what else is on there? Um, you know, cutting people off. We talked about that, getting on a highway and doing that. Right. That's obviously going to make somebody upset. It's going to feel like they're Always. putting lives at risk. But but also, um, right. you know, like uh, you have pulling out on here, like pulling out of a, like a parking lot and, and um, out. yeah. Side street parking lot. Just, you know, you're, you're right on top of them. They pull out. Well, doesn't that make you happy? You know, so if you pull out in front of somebody, like I said, who's having a bad day and now they have to, you know, hit their brakes or, you know, or they'll zoom around you and pass you even in a no passing zone, you know, not good. You're, you're setting yourself up again for a road rage incident. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, give it plenty of space. Uh, the, the, the way the vehicle code reads is you have to have an assured, clear distance. If you if you pull out in front of somebody and they have to even you know come off the gas, you shouldn't have pulled out. Right. Yeah. You know? So uh, make sure there's uh, enough distance before you pull out, okay? Uh, and the last one I put on there is uh, failure to use the turn signal. You know, I don't know if uh, people don't use their turn signals because they're afraid they're gonna use up all their blinker fluid uh, or uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say these things when you're drinking coffee, but <laughs> <laughs> Or, or they're, they're, they're afraid their electric bill is going to go up if they don't use, if they use it. I mean, come on, people. You know, use the signal. Give it plenty of signal. And this is not just when you're turning. This is when you're merging. This is when you're changing lanes, especially when you're changing lanes. I see people who, you know, give the one quick blink and then zip in front of you. Again, when you're merging in and that's a cutting off thing. Right mm -hmm. um, is is you know make sure that you have, again have an assured clear distance. You should be able to if you have an inside rear view mirror, do not start coming back into that lane until you can see the vehicle you're passing in your inside mirror. And you say, well, I could see I could see I was passed in my in my right side mirror. Not good enough that you can see it in your inside mirror, and that way then you know you have enough distance and signal your intent to merge back in. Keep the signal on until you're completely in. And then please turn that off. I mean, there are some places in the country where it's the land of the eternal turn signal. You know, they, these things, they, they're running down the road and the, and the signal's on forever. Uh, and then you don't know if they're turning or whatever. And then they finally do make that left turn in front of you and going, oh, well, I had my signal on you. Well, you did for four miles. You know? <laughs> yeah. So use your turn signals and use them properly. That's one of the first things I learned when I was learning how to drive is, you know, when I got on the highway and when I could pass a vehicle and, and get back in their lane was making sure that I could see their front bumper um, in my rear view right. mirror. Um, Perfect. And, that, that's exactly right. And I still use it today, right? Because it's the safest and right thing to do. But I got to tell you, there's somebody behind me who's tailgating, um, trying to go fast, you know, weaving, you know, back and forth. And I'm waiting to get back in. I'm not going to let someone else drive my car. I'm not going to go any faster than I already am. I'm going to pass that car when it's ready and I have my right turn blink, uh, uh, blinker on, not using up my blinker fluid. I have it on. I'm letting the person know I'm going to you know, get back in their lane. Um, and I wait until um, I can see that that bumper. And that person that's behind me is trying to get me to go. So they're, they're like, go already. You know, it's a, but 
just keep doing it, keep doing it the right way. Yep. And um, that's, exactly that's right. the best way to do that. So, yeah. Yep. That's exactly right, Bob. Again, you're not letting that person drive your car. Right. Uh, and then the other thing you took about it emerges, right? Um, when, when I drive into work, there are a couple places that comes down you know, from two lanes into a single lane. And that's whether that's on to another ramp to go to another road or whatever. And, you know, people will hang out in that left lane and you might get the urge to say, well, no, you didn't get back in line. You didn't get in line as quickly as I did. So I'm not letting you in. Okay. Is everybody supposed to ride in that single lane for two miles until they get to that merge point? Um, because you don't want to let them in, let them in. Right. There's a thing called a zipper merge, right? Yeah. Which makes traffic flow a heck of a lot easier. And if you think about like the way a zipper works is, one car goes, the time. next one pulls in. Absolutely. Next car, and it's just you merge in, and that's the way it works. And if you do that at construction zones or even roads that are, are just designed that way, use the zipper merge. It's a, it's okay if if they if they get in front of you. So what? Right. right. Again, but this is these are the things that you can do. It's like I'm going to keep you hanging out there. So let's say you do that and you're successful. And you keep that person hanging out there and you don't let them in and then they finally merge behind you. Now you have an angry driver right behind you. Yep. Yeah. Does that lead to a road rage situation? It could. I'd much rather have that person out in front of me. Yeah. And as you said, yeah. you don't so know let it go. Okay. You don't know what's going through that person's mind, what that day exactly. the day that person's having. And if you right. inadvertently create a situation um, where that triggers that person. It, it, it could be really bad. You know, another one that isn't on here that it probably happens in a lot of cities, but I didn't notice it so much when I lived in Michigan, but it happens all the time in Cleveland. People use that horn like it's the oh. um, the right thing to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the horn should not be used uh, to tell people that the light is green uh, no. a half second after it It's a warning green. device. Yes, exactly. Right? There, there are there are a number of ways to mitigate or you know to avoid a crash from this you know steering, uh, braking, accelerating, and then audible. You know you can blow the horn if somebody's not you know not looking and you blow the horn to let them know hey I'm here, you know get off your phone put down your Big Mac don't hit you know don't pull out and you can blow the horn and warn them great that's what it's for. Mm -hmm. But if a person doesn't take off as soon as the light turns green, don't just. Avoid the urge to just lay on it, right? I mean, yeah. again, and, and, and if that person behind you is doing that, just think, well, they must be having a really bad day and just let it go, right? right? But if you do it and the person in front of you who didn't go a half second of the light turned green, you don't know mm -hmm. if it's going to trigger them, what kind of day they're having as exactly. well. So, um, yeah, don't cause it. And if it happens to you, don't engage. So um, right. that, that's going to be the theme. The theme of what we talk about here um in fact right there it's uh don't let aggression you know impact you just let it go right right um pull off the road right. let them go by and um uh, the more you engage the more it's just going to create uh, uh, a dangerous situation correct um so you get on here you know things we talked about the hand gestures you know the the international table for one is always going to set somebody off probably yeah, well. not the, the the thing that you should do to anybody on the road um but also you know um you finally get around somebody and, and they were causing a situation and, and you just stare at them. You know, it's like, you yeah. know, why I ought to, what are you doing there? And it's just, yeah, like, boy. yeah, it's not going to be <laughs> the best thing to do. Um, 
it's engaging with somebody uh, again where you don't right. know. And and if someone's doing it, you don't stare back. Um, right. Don't don't, don't like, wave. With keep one your finger. eyes on the road. You know, do your three sixty scan. Don't give them the glare back. You know, you Detroit boy, and they look at you and they glare at you. And it's like let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. Um, what you know, and I wouldn't like give them a smug look and smile at them or just 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 keep looking down the road and let don't don't re, don't reciprocate right? yeah yeah exactly. so uh, avoid the stare you know yeah. yeah so what if somebody doesn't disengage from you and you're trying to just let them go by and and they just keep making it worse they're getting on your bumper they're pulling up to the side it's getting dangerous there's got to be something that that we can do to help protect ourselves right, right. there Easiest thing to do is take a different route. Get they're out in front of you, just make a turn. Yeah. Now they're gone. Now, if they want to come around the block and try and chase you down, I, I doubt that. You know, if they do, then you have a real situation, right? But uh, I, you know, just 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 make it make a turn and say, well, you know, that that's going to make me arrive later. You'll arrive later then. Right. You know, at least you know you're not going to even be involved in something, right? Just take a different route. You know, make a turn. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't suggest like pulling off to the side of the road because they might look at that as oh well they're they want to they want to get out let's go they're throwing down you know no uh, make a turn where you can you know they, they, now they're 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 still going down the road and you're going a different route um, um, so if you can't you know, leave space whenever possible too Bob you know again I always say when you pull up behind another vehicle you need to stop back far enough so you can see their tires. Mm -hmm. If somebody's running up to your car because they want to take you on, you might be able to pull out and get away. So right. again, leave leave yourself a, leave yourself escape space whenever possible, um, because uh, if somebody is getting out, now don't get out. Stay in your car. Yeah. Lock the doors. Pull away. Um, don't engage these people. Um, there are some just really aggressive people out there. Yeah. And in my previous employment, uh, I dealt with a lot of them. Uh, I'm sure you you, did. You'd be amazed at the things people are capable of. And um, and how they justify so, it and probably tried to explain to you like why they were right. Yeah. Um, well, they then, you know off. what? Yeah. And, and you think at that point, they may think that that is the most important and egregious thing that they've ever had to deal with. But then when cooler heads prevail, they realize, uh, you know, uh, you know how many times I've seen it in court where people are just like head and hands, you know, like, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't know what, I don't know what I was thinking. Right. Right. So you don't want to get into those situations because people, I don't know. It just seems that uh, people's triggers are just uh, really, really thin right now. I guess that's not a good way of putting it, but it's just people are just going off the, you know, uh, flying off the handle here with the most, little things so um don't engage yeah yeah um we've talked about distracted driving and not using a cell phone while driving but there's probably you know a rare case that you would probably say if you had to you know call 911 use your phone while driving um if you're in a situation where maybe you can't get off the road you can't get off uh take a different route um is that something you know again uh with a disclaimer if that's the best thing yeah situation for you to do it yeah but that's yeah, one of the few times I'll say, you know, dial 911 uh, if you're driving, uh, you know, uh, if you have Siri, you can ask her to do it, but, uh, you know, or him, um, 
whatever voice you have on your phone, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you can say, hey, Siri, dial 911, um, you can do that. Or if you, you know, you just hit it, dial 911. Um, that's one of the few times I'd say it's okay, you know, using the phone while driving. Um, if they're, if it's getting that dangerous, right, but you have to, again, it has to be pretty, pretty aggressive, uh, you know, actions towards you. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, what else? What if it's, um, uh, dark and you pull off where, where, where's the best place yeah, to go? So to... What I always suggest is, you know, find a, if you, if you know there, where there's an area that's well lit and there are people go there. Now, you might have people, you know, the, the, the aggressive driver might still follow you there, and I'm not going to say that's going to stop it, but it might deter them. So, again, if you know where there's a well-lit area where there are a lot of people, go there. Uh, or if you know where a police station is, go there. Uh, the example I always like to use, I was at actually first department I worked with, uh, worked for, uh, was just I was just a kid. Um, but uh, I was working a midnighter, and uh, I was in the station uh, getting some paperwork done, and uh, I heard this horn blowing, and it was a lady who had been being tailgated and followed by a guy. And uh, she was actually driving around the police station blowing her horn. And I came out and actually made an arrest on the guy. Um, he was just a guy who just, uh, let's just say this, he was not mentally stable. So she did the exact right thing. Uh, and, and she went to the police station and uh, um, was able to keep herself from being a crime victim. So, uh, if you know where a police station is, go there. If you have that, you know, person who's being really aggressive with you, that's not a bad idea. You could probably ask Siri to find the closest police station as well. You could. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, those are all great things, great ways to, uh, avoid an incident. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, we don't know what another person's going through. We don't know what their day is like. We don't know what they're, what they're dealing with. Um, don't really do this often, but you know, whoever reviewed a movie on a podcast, I don't think we have, but I just watched one, um, that dealt with road rage. It wasn't the best mm. movie ever. It was great. It was entertaining, but, um, it really talked about road rage and it did a great job of, um, how somebody got triggered. You know, they were having a bad day, what they're going through. Uh, the person was medicated, you know, there was probably, you know, something, uh, um, mentally wrong with this person and that's why they're medicating probably medicating more than they should um but the whole movie was really uh as a result of an incident where you know somebody uh was sitting at a light it turned green and he just kept sitting there because he was dealing with his own emotional issues and somebody honked the horn behind him and it, it triggered him and uh the whole thing um uh, was was the result the entire hour and a half movie was the result of that road rage obviously right. extreme but um, it does a great job of showing how people can get triggered. If you want to watch the movie, it is Russell Crowe. Um, it's not the Russell Crowe of um, 20 years ago where he was a gladiator and, and fit. This this is a 300-pound <laughs> Russell Crowe. <laughs> and Russell Crowe, don't, don't please watch this podcast and yell at me or anything because you could probably still kick my butt. But um, yeah, he, might, he might go into Rage Bomb. <laughs> I know, right? But I didn't recognize him in the movie at all. But it was Russell Crowe. He did a great job. Um, the movie was good enough and entertaining, but really just you know watching it from the, the road rage point of view. It's going to uh, really kind of show exactly what we're talking about um, from an extreme point of view, um, but how it can happen. Um, but with that, I mean, you know, again, disclaimer, um, these are some best practices. These are things that you can do. Um, 
to protect yourself and how to avoid a road rage incident. But you need to make the right decision for the, the situation that you're in at the time. Um, you know, everything that we say is not the be all end all. Um, and, uh, but if you can think about a few of these things while you're doing it, it may help you. So, uh, any last words on that, Phil? Yep. Just, uh, be careful. Uh, watch out for the other guy. Uh, good, safe, defensive driving. Now we'll keep you out of a lot of this stuff, but, uh, if somebody does engage you, don't engage back. Uh, just best, best thing to do is turn, go away from yeah. them. They, yep. they take a different route, you know, get away from them. the situation. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, great. Um, well, I hope that, uh, everybody enjoys this new format where we have a video podcast. I think the audio will still be, uh, up on our normal, uh, platforms, but I'm really hoping that we, that people can enjoy seeing the, uh, the video version. Um, and also this is kind of a preview of, um, uh, the platform we're going to use with our special guests that we'll have for the safety policies uh, series that's coming up. Um, so we can, you know, see all the guests that we're talking to. And obviously when we're having a conversation, it's just easier to be able to see the people that are talking. Um, so that's nice. Um, but the safety policy series is, is being planned. Uh, uh, looks like we're, we're really moving forward and it's, it's getting excited. There's a lot of, uh, uh, people who are involved in, and excited about it. So we're really hoping it's something that can help, um, any organization that needs to strengthen or create a safety policy. Right. Yeah, I think it's going to be good, Bob. And we have a few guests, as you mentioned, and um, I think it's going to be very uh, insightful and, and helpful, hopefully. Perfect. Great. All right, Phil. Well, thank you again for another great episode. I really enjoyed speaking with you about this. It's always nice geeking out with you on fleet safety. Um, and um, don't, don't drive selfish. That's it. All right, my friend. <laughs> hey, have a, uh, have a good weekend, and uh, well, we'll be talking. Yeah, you do the same. Thanks, Phil. Thanks. Bye. All right, bye-bye.